So I wanted to talk about making stuff. So I think in the modern parlance, it would be content creation. But uh, this is primarily goes back to last month, I released Montana El Diablo. Uh, it's a choose your own adventure in audio format, which was something I had to write the book and then record the book and then post it online. And then I did about a month's worth of promotion and it got a couple of thousand people downloaded it, which is pretty awesome. So I was really satisfied with that. Uh, it was not a short process to get there. Like I'm not even like a massive success yet, uh, but it was, it took, you know, two years to write the book because I have a full-time job and a family and stuff. And then uh, I got sick last year and that it was a month in the hospital and then all the recovery time you know a whole bunch of people thought i had just given up on it which was interesting because that sort of reflects on what they think of me as a person that i would just give up on stuff i always intended to come back to it and finish it and i did and i was very proud of myself uh one of the things i realized though because you'll talk about, i watch movies and stuff about artists and musicians and things and, and they won't talk about especially writers maybe. They won't talk about works in progress. And I never understood why. Because of course, why wouldn't you talk about the things you're making? There's actually two reasons. And one of them is a psychological reason. And the psychological reason is that when you talk about something, it gives you a false sense of progression. Like you've actually done something, which you have not done. So it's important to not talk about it too much because then you might, not, you might spend so much time talking about it, you don't actually spend your time doing it. So you got to shut up, sit down, and actually put in some work. Uh, But that's not something I suffer from too much. Like, again, I make things for fun. I am happy when I'm being productive. So that's a big thing for me. Uh, The other reason is the people you talk to often will be discouraging. And it's a question of whether they know they're doing it or not. Um, But I, I feel like really... If you're trying to do something or make something, uh, a lot of other people who aren't making something, their natural instinct is to try to diminish what you're doing. And I've run across that a lot in my life, and it's become a a point of contention for me, if I'm being really honest, is when I say, like, oh, I'm working on this new idea, I'm working on something, and they just go, that's not going to work, it's a bad idea. They don't say it, they never say it that bluntly. Um, The one phrase I've heard more than once is, that's been done before. So I said, oh, I'm writing a choose-your-own-adventure. Oh, well, that's been done before. Now, let's follow that nugget of logic to its end conclusion would be, well, you you shouldn't write a choose-your-own-adventure because a choose-your-own-adventure has been done before. Well, mine's actually unique in that it's written for adults and it's comedic. Oh, well, that's been done before too. Okay. So then I can't write a choose-your-own-adventure. By extension, then, I can't write a book. So uh, I make podcasts. Well, podcasts have been done before. They're actually, at this point, saturated. There are millions and millions of podcasts, so you shouldn't be making podcasts because they've been done before. Uh, I can't make music. Music's certainly been done before, any genre of music, unless I come up with my own completely original one, which I can't do because music's been done before. Uh, I can't create art. Art has been done before. Basically, anything people do has kind of been done before. All you can do is maybe take a new variation on it, your take, your unique point of view. My idea of making a choose-your-own-adventure that was comedic for adults, putting it in audio format, putting it online so that you could listen to it through your your podcast thing or you could stream it through the websites or whatever, that seemed like a slightly unique take. 
I went out in the, on the internet and looked and I hadn't found any other Choose Your Own Adventures presented in the same format. So that seemed like an original aspect to the thing I was doing, even if I cared. Because the thing is, even if I didn't do an original thing, even if that had been done before, it's still worth doing. It's worth doing stuff literally just for the creation of stuff's sake. Because you're doing it kind of for yourself first. If it gets popular, great. If it doesn't, well, I had a good time making it. I actually had a really good time making it. I, I would talk about it with some friends. And that's where I say, like, the risk is. But the problem you run into, yeah. So the next problem you run into is that humans are social animals. I am maybe less social than other people, but I am still a human being. I'm still, I still sort of crave human interaction and social interaction. And I do want support from people around me. So that's something hard to find. So... I've realized what I have to do is like, I'll talk about something and if the person isn't supportive, just stop talking about it. And you'll start to find a very, very small group. So of all the people I know, there's about three or four people who were legitimately excited and supportive about what I was trying to do with the Choose Your Own Adventure working on that. Talking to those people built me up. I would get more excited about the thing I was doing when they would say, oh, that's a funny idea. That's a neat idea. Or you should think about this. Here's some other ideas. They never tried to tear it down or say, oh, well, you know, that's been done before. It's, it's a derivative. It's, it's funny that the, the people who are, you know, being negative about this stuff never use the big words. So find the people who are legitimately excited and only talk to them about it. So these other people who are trying to tear you down, basically, again, I don't think it's that, like, intentional, but that is what's happening. They will see you talking to other people and they're excluded, and those kind of people, they want to be included more than anything else. I've actually something I've kind of realized. Uh, they will either do one of two things to try to get into that conversation. They will either change their opinion and suddenly become more supportive so that they can share in the attention that's going around. Or they will get like more abrasive. They'll sort of take their stance a little stronger and try to actually start to argue with you and stuff. That's actually a benefit. If they try to be fake supportive, you can just like, I understand what's going on here. I will accept it and then just move on. But at least you're not being, you know, destructive with your attitude. But when they when they sort of like start getting like harsher, because I have actually seen that happen as well. What you get to do is you have the opportunity. You can either step out and just stop talking about it, which is usually what I do. I usually just stop talking. I find that's just an easier path. Or point out that they're not being supportive. Uh, which is very demotivating for you and you don't want that in your life. And then they have a problem because then they have to either admit that's what they're doing or they have to justify their position. Now, of course, they never want to admit what they're doing, so they have to start justifying their position. And the best, my favorite one is when they say, I'm just trying to be realistic because they're never really trying to be realistic. Being realistic, if let's be definitive about it, would be how do we solve the problems you're going to be facing going forward? So you're trying to write a book. Have you organized your time and when you're going to write? Is it a schedule you can stick to? I was going to record mine. Do I have everything in place, sounds, uh, background music, stuff like that, that I'm going to use in it? I had already decided I was just going to use my singular voice because I knew my limitations and I knew about time and money that I did not have. So I'd already decided that. Uh, when you put it online, have you figured that out? Those are realistic things, problems that need to be solved before you proceed to that thing. Have you thought about everything? Are you going to buy the domain name? Where are you going to post it online? Who are you going to try to show it to? 
That would be someone being critical in a realistic way, trying to help you solve the problems. That to me is realistic. It's been done before. There's nothing realistic about that. It's actually because it's unrealistic to expect me to come up with something that has never been seen in the history of mankind. That is unrealistic. So as a piece of feedback, it's been done before, serves no purpose and has no benefit. So that's how you can actually deal with those people. This actually got me to how I was dealing with other people. Right now, the way I record this is I stream on Twitch. I record the podcast. I take the video and I put the video, I edit it, and then I put that on YouTube, and then I take the audio and I put that on the podcast. Where's actually where most people uh, listen? And I ran across a new kind of vulture in the Twitch environment, which was very interesting. And it's the person who comes to you. I mean, there's the graphic people, and they're not so bad because they usually like, I make graphics. Do you want graphics for your your pit channel? Uh, I just don't answer them. Or I say no very politely. And then they don't tend to bother you very much because they're just, they're actually just graphic designers trying to get their art into the world. I'm not offended by that, but I don't have any money to put into this, so I'm not giving you any money. Uh, There are the people though, and they come, and they, this is the vultures. And they talk about, I can help you grow your channel. And so what happens is you get someone subscribed to your channel, usually say thank you, and then you get some DMs later. And so I've actually saved some that I can read to you because I have to actually go on my Twitch page so I can see my own shit in the background. Okay, so I got two recently that I dealt with. Uh, The most recent one is, hello, how are you doing today? I reply, good. I'm just working on my podcasts. Wow, that's cool. How is streaming anyway? So what they're trying to get you to do is admit that what you want is to become a famous streamer. You're trying to build your audience or they want you to say like, oh, I found this very frustrating that my audience is so small and I'm not growing. I already know this because I've had this experience multiple times. So now I know how to say it. Uh, I don't really stream. So, oh, sorry. Let's get it so it's really clear. My reply, I don't really stream for any purpose. I just use it to capture video. So it's fine. Really? Cool. Are you affiliated? I am affiliated, but only because my friends watch regularly, not because I'm popular. So you can see I'm already putting like little tinks in the argument that they're trying to throw out there. Uh, I'm already saying I'm not popular. I only stream to my friends. I'm not using this to get famous on Twitch. I'm only using it to capture video. And then comes the question, really, what is the aim for your channel? And then I reply, no aim. I use it as a platform to record video. Really? This person put in really all the time. Because what they're actually still waiting for is like, I want to be super famous. I'm desperate for fame. Do you know the benefit of being an affiliate and partner give you? Do you know the benefit being an affiliate and partner give to you? Yes. I just don't care. That's not why I'm streaming. Okay. Well, I'm a channel broadcaster. I can help you promote your channel to get you real followers and live viewers. Uh, There's a lot of spelling mistakes, but I'm not going to worry about those. And then I reply, thanks but Twitch isn't my focus. And this is really, this is undermining everything they want because they're trying to sell you a way to get famous on Twitch. And what I'm trying to say is, I don't want to be famous on Twitch, which they can't understand. They can't understand that because as far as their experience is, everyone gets on Twitch to get super famous so they can stream full-time. I know I'm not going to be streaming full-time. 
So that's fine with me. So I said, thanks, but Twitch isn't my focus. They can't let that go. Then what's your focus? Well, I make podcasts. Yeah, I can also help you build and grow up a community. And that way you can have more of a fan base. So then again, this is it. They're saying like, you want to make your, your podcast bigger if you have more of a fan base here on Twitch. That will build up your podcast. So I shoot that one down. I already have a very solid fan base with my podcasts. Thank you for your offer. Uh, and they didn't respond after that. Which was, that was a very polite interaction. I wasn't being rude, but I was just each step of the way, I was shutting them down. Because this happens regularly because that was, when did that one start? That was October. Oh, this is actually the one previous to that. Which sort of bugged me, so I did a little research onto it. This person subscribed. After I'd finished streaming, they go, hey buddy, don't call me buddy. That's actually the first thing is do not call me buddy. I'm a video games fan. I love watching different games and I see your video and the way you play. You play perfectly and it's lit, fire emoji. I like the content. Keep the good work up, bro. Thumbs up emoji. That actually implies to me that they did not watch my channel because the way I talk, the way I interact is not, does not match the way they're speaking to me. The way, um, if they'd watched my gameplay, they would know that my gameplay at best is mediocre. I'm not a great streamer player. If you would come to watch me, you would come for the commentary, the jokes or something that I would, or me talking with my friends. That's why you would come to watch this. Okay, so I reply, thanks. I really appreciate that. I just hang out with my friends and mess about. So there you go. So I've already said like, I'm only on here to goof off. I'm only on here to have a good time. Then he says, oh, can I ask you one question? Sure. How come your channel haven't expanded to get more public visibility and engagement and you know streaming without engagement is really frustrating? What could be the reason, buddy? Fucking called me buddy again. I like, at this point, I actually dislike this person because the way they're speaking to me is actually inappropriate. They clearly haven't realized like I'm fucking 50 years old. Um, he's already set up his argument. He's saying, streaming to know people is frustrating. Aren't you frustrated? Now, the thing is, again, I know what he's doing. So my response is, I don't really promote. That's what not, sorry, big truck going by. That's not why I'm streaming. I started because I wanted to record my podcasts. They have a large audience in podcast format. So you can see I'm already preempting his, like, I can get you a big audience. I'm like, dude, I already have a big audience. It's just not here. This isn't why I'm here. And then I put, also, I live in Japan, so I tend to stream when English speakers are asleep. Twitch is primarily a recording platform for me. I make some game videos as well. I think most people come on here to get famous and make it their dream job. I just found it a convenient way to capture video. So I have preemptively shot down all the arguments he's going to try to make. I got you, man. Most people say, most people you are saying they come here to become famous that somewhere, a thousand miles start with... This whole thing, okay, let me read this really slowly. I got you, man. Must people you are saying they come here to become a famous that somewhere, a thousand of miles start with a step. So maybe not a native English speaker, maybe just typing too fast, but what he's, I think he hasn't read anything I wrote because I wrote too much. And I'm saying most other people come here to be famous. I did not come here to be famous. And he's like, yeah, but that becoming famous, I can help you get there. There's something I would love to show you. And if you can try to get this done, it will really helps you a lot and your channel will be growing. 
my friends and I just hang out and chat with people who drop in. It's a way smaller group, but it's also more fun. I got you, man. See, this is it. Like, he's just ignoring everything I say. I've actually run into this. I actually had a thing with an investment company, which if I can remember to say at the end, I'll talk about that as well. But it's the same thing where you say stuff, they just blow past that altogether and don't take it into account at all so they can just continue with their sales pitch, which is exactly what this is. I got you. Will you like to see what I'm talking about? It's really effective and organic. As I said before, if you can get it done, it will help you a lot. So I'm like, I I actually want to see what bullshit this guy's up with. So sure, my plan works by expanding your channel to reach your targeted audience that are interested in the game you stream. First problem is I don't stream one game. I'm very much a variety streamer. I stream whatever I want to do in the moment. And again, I'm mostly not streaming games. I'm actually mostly streaming podcasts. This extra boost your channel engagement like, and this is all caps, active followers, serious live stream viewer, longtime subscribers, and also your channel will gain viral exposure by distributing your content through placing of converting ads to grammar com- community, I think gamer, blog posting, constant channel checks, and all this are manual and organic. So I'm not going to trust someone who barely makes sense in their sentences with, with their statements. Like, so what he said so far doesn't actually make any sense because he has, all he said is like, we're going to take your stuff and spread it out and then you'll get lots of viewers and followers. But there's actually no thing in there that's in any way different from stuff I wouldn't have done myself. And it's 100% real and legitimate and it's working for my present clients so I can tell you it's 100% guaranteed, which is a, If someone says 100% guaranteed to get famous on Twitch or something, that's bullshit. So, okay, who are your present clients? So I wanted to see. Check your Instagram inbox. Let me show you some proof. So let me go over to my Instagram and get that chat up. So he's actually sent me a series of screenshots. Now, those screenshots, as far as I know, have been manipulated. I don't know if they're real. But he he sent me the account. And the account started with Uh, 309 followers. This is when I started working with him. And then he circles. It's 506 followers. That's probably like the next day. This is where we are. This is where we are at. And we are still moving. Uh, And then it's like a little uh, interaction. That sounds interesting. But first I need to set up the affiliate. I just hit it last night. Crazy amount of viewership and commentators boosted my channel. And then there's like the uh, email that you get when you become affiliate. Lol, whenever I tell you something, just believe it. So now you see how mighty my service are and I'm not capping. Check your Twitch. The last video you did has insane number of viewers. I see it has almost 300 views. Ha 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 ha. That's crazy as hell. Not gonna lie. I never saw myself, matter of fact, us growing this quick in a matter of hours. So this is supposed to be a real conversation between him and one of his clients. And then he says, check the feedback of my servants. service. What do you think about it? Hey, buddy. That's like the next day because I didn't answer. I didn't answer because I went to the, the account that he was supposedly representing. And I looked at it. And the last video he had, that person, was more than six months ago with only three views. So they had man- either manipulated that conversation, which I doubt. I bet they actually did some fake thing to get fake viewers up. Uh, over the course of a day, that person got affiliate. I bet that was all real, but it wasn't sustainable. And what I'm doing 
is very sustainable because all I'm doing is working on projects that I enjoy. If people come in and they want to join in and they want to participate and they want to see the same kind of stuff, they're welcome to. My growth on everything has been very slow. My growth on the podcasts has been incredibly slow, but it has been consistent. And I'm never going to be huge. I'm never going to make millions of dollars off it. And that's fine because I'm not really doing it for that. I'm doing it because it's fun to send these messages out and have people respond and talk to those people. But what I actually am hoping to do with this podcast today, if you're making podcasts or you're making Twitch or you're you're streaming, yeah, or if you're streaming on Twitch or you're making anything, you're going to run into people who are negative and then you're going to run into people who are going to try to manipulate you. This will at least give you, hopefully, the awareness that you know what you're going into. If you start talking to someone and they get negative, you know what's going on. They're trying to tear you down because your productivity makes them feel like less than they should. Fine, let them feel that way. Just walk away from it. Uh, Or call them out and see what they do. You can play with people, but you have to be in a very confident position to actually play with other people like that. If you're going to be on something like uh, Twitch and be streaming... These vultures will come in and try to manipulate you. What you can do is like follow my argument logic and start preemptively saying, I do not want the service you're selling. They'll keep trying to sell it to you and go, that's not why I'm here. This isn't what I'm doing. And then just watch them give up and go away. It's very satisfying. 